podcast is brought to you by CEW Plus at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor as we work to serve our community during this unprecedented time of change. Resiliency is best demonstrated in times of challenges. Join CEW Plus Director Tiffany Mara as she talks to students, staff, faculty, and community members connected to the University of Michigan's Center for the Education of Women Plus in our podcast, Strength in the Midst of Change. Today's podcast features Liz Shoemaker, who is a 2020 alumna from the College of Literature, Sciences, and the Arts, majoring in psychology with a minor in community action and social change. She's the co-founder of the Michigan Caregivers and Student Parent Organization, a CEW student-sponsored organization that's focused on creating community among student caregivers through programming and events. Liz, welcome to the Strength in the Midst of Change podcast. It's been an honor working alongside you for the past two years to advance student parent initiatives across campus. I hope that through this podcast, we can document your extensive efforts on behalf of student parents. Can you please introduce yourself and tell me a bit about your educational focus and career goals? Sure. Thanks for having me, Tiffany. This is really exciting for me. I feel really honored to be here. So my name's Liz. The most important thing about me is that I'm a mom to two little ones. I have a three and a half year old daughter and an infant son. And as far as my education, so I transferred into U of M from a community college when my daughter is nine weeks old. And I studied psychology and community action and social change. And right now I understand that my career goals are to make sure that all of my children's diapers are changed and that they take all of their naps and they're fed. But fall of next year, I'm going to be going back to school to get my MSW, which I'm super excited about. I'm going to continue working on social justice initiatives in some iteration, and I'm really excited about it. Are you considering U of M for your MSW? I am. Excellent. You know, you and Kerrigan Fitzpatrick really led a lot of the student parent work that, you know, now CEW is carrying forward. What inspired your advocacy work for student parents? So uh, I would say that it was really born out of my personal experience, which I can speak to a little bit. I transferred into U of M when my daughter was nine weeks old. And aside from the fact that I was exhausted, and just trying to keep my eyes open during the day, I was very committed to my education. And I really wanted to set an example for my daughter, even though she was teeny tiny at that point. And I remember coming to orientation and just feeling like I was so weird. I felt at the time that I had to have been the only person who was coming you know, with such a tiny person who was dependent on me. I remember feeling lost and isolated and not being felt for my story really reflected in any of my peers. And I didn't like that. And so a year after I transferred in, I was in a psychology class and the professor asked me to sit in as a panelist on a student parent panel. And that's where I met Kerrigan, who was also a student parent, and we just struck up a friendship at that point and felt great that we had met another student parent like ourselves, 
we didn't have to explain ourselves. We didn't have to explain our experience to each other. We were just like starting at the same point. And from that, we found out about Optimize, which is an organization at the University of Michigan that seeks to promote social innovation and social impact ideas that are student-led. And Kerrigan and I direct conversations that we wanted to try for a fellowship through Optimize, with the goal being that we would get some support to start a student-parent organization at the University of Michigan. So that's, that's where we started. Yeah, no, when you think about like those early days of thinking about MCAS before it existed, what were your goals? So our main goal, and really the heart of MCAS still, is to build a community. With the heart, that's our passion. We want to connect student parents at the University of Michigan with each other because what we've heard a lot from their student parents and what our experiences were is that student parents oftentimes feel isolated a lot of times. They're commuting, that was my experience, and we're just hopping in and out of campus and it can be really hard to connect in classes or to extracurricular activities with other student parents. And so community was at the heart of our mission. And then another piece of that was that we wanted to make sure that student parents had all the resources available to them at their fingertips. And so we designed a welcome packet with some gear for student parents, but also a pamphlet that details different resources that the university and Ann Arbor community broadly offer student parents and then another piece of that was that we really didn't have a handle on how many student parents were at the University of Michigan there hadn't been any sort of survey or data collection since I think 2005 or 2006 and so we started creating a survey and we partnered with CEW and have had a lot of success in disseminating that survey and getting a lot of data and information back in line and really really excited to see what we find out from that yeah we had an amazing response which just tells the story about how much student parents want to be heard and that there was a gap because so many students don't take surveys when they come out because they're just overburdened by them but this population really responded um, in droves to provide their perspective yeah it's amazing i'm just so excited to elevate some of these experiences and see how we can support Yeah, what aspect of the work has been most rewarding to you? I think I would say seeing the community blossom. So I've had the privilege of seeing student parents meet each other and just see that moment of, oh my gosh, my story is reflected in you and your story. And that's so fulfilling. Every time that I see it, I am just like, this is why... We started this. This is why we do it. And I've had so many student parents say, my experience at the University of Michigan has changed because of MCAS, because I've been able to connect with other student parents and I don't feel alone anymore. I don't feel isolated. I feel empowered. I feel like I can do this. And that's just so, so rewarding. Oh, yeah, I can imagine, especially in comparison to your own experience. Mm-hmm. If you could imagine, like, a world at U of M 
What would that ideal world look like for student parents? I imagine a state-of-the-art child care center on the University of Michigan campus that is solely for student parents, where any incoming student parent can go and their child will have a space. And beyond that, the spots would be paid for. So student parents who, in my experience, and the research shows are predominantly mothers, wouldn't have to worry about finding child care, paying for child care on top of everything else that they're already trying to accomplish. I mean, getting an education with one plus child, depending on you, is a huge feat. And trying to find child care for that is a lot. And so, yeah, child care center with like a playground. I'm thinking central campus would be amazing. Yeah, and then I think my dream is that student parents going forward, when they apply to the University of Michigan and are accepted, I want like a proverbial, maybe a literal welcome back rolled out for them. I want them to feel like, yes, you belong here. You deserve an education, and we're going to support you every step along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I think about, you know, what you've just described, that's what we hope for all students, right? And um mm-hmm. You know, but there's a really long way to go for student parents to reach that ideal. You've been very engaged as a student activist over the past two years, plus some. What advice would you share with your peers about how to create change? So, I think the best advice that I got was from Jeff Sorensen, who started Optimize. And he said, just gather people in the room and have a conversation. And that idea has really propelled MCAS forward because so much of what we've been able to do is because of that, because we've been like, well, let's just get the people in the room and have a conversation. Let's hear from student parents. Let's hear from stakeholders on campus. Let's have these conversations and learn from each other. And I think that advice has proven so beneficial, and I'm so excited All right, now one thing that I ask each podcast participant to share is something about self-care. And, you know, you were a student when the pandemic hit, and then you were working at CUW. You know, what did you do during this, like, very stressful period in our history to take care of yourself? I think I did a lot of self-reflection and self-talk. And this is something I've heard from other student parents, too. I experienced a perpetual questioning of myself. Like, can I do this? Am I allowed to do this? Should I do this? Is me getting an education, you know, harming my kids because I'm taking time away from her? So something that I really tried to do is just give myself compassion and to recognize what my wins were and focus on here and now and what's the next step and let's let's keep going and work towards the end goal yeah I think that's an important lesson for all of us because we all get torn in so many different directions especially women with child care responsibilities of am I sacrificing time with my kids to advance my own education or my career and trying to balance that's difficult um, I really appreciate what mm-hmm. you said about self-compassion 
because I think we're better at giving compassion to others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, did you find any other outlets throughout the pandemic? I did a lot of yoga. I I cried a lot. I journaled a lot. (laughs) I ran a lot. I ran almost every day. Wow. It was very cleansing for me. Yeah. It's been a rough year. Well, Liz, is there anything you'd like to share that I didn't ask about? I think it was just like two. One, thank you for partnering with us and elevating this work because it's so important and we're already doing this with our labor. And two, if there are any student parents listening, I just want to say you deserve this. You can do it. I'm so proud of all of you for being here. And you got this. Great note to end on that I'll remember myself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much, Liz. Thank you for listening to CEW's podcast, Strength in the Midst of Change. To learn more about this episode or the services and virtual programming offered by CEW+, please visit cew.umich.edu. Here at CEW+, we navigate circumstantial barriers by providing academic, financial, and professional support to help you reach your personal potential. Established to support women through higher education, we lift up women and all underserved communities at the University of Michigan and beyond. Through career and education counseling, funding, workshops, events, and a diverse, welcoming community, we exist to empower. We are CEW+, and we are here to help you reach your potential. The University of Michigan resides on the traditional territories of the three fires peoples, the Ojibwa, Odawa, and Potawatomi. 